1: Doja don't you, cat? You're a liar. Uh, this oh is the God. Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk okay. One. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, who's back from his vacation. Hello. And Bradley Trainer, you did some celebrity yacht spotting I, on the high
0: seas. You know, people thought I was on vacation on, you know, um the high seas last week, just not doing anything of import, just sitting on my fanny, soaking up the sun, right? Correct. That's true, totally true. but on one specific day, I was literally surrounded by billionaires, not just one, but several billionaires with the B and uh, frankly, I was among the richest of the rich and it's- oh.
1: Tell me that they were fanning you and feeding you grapes. Of course,
0: actually, they had no idea who oh, I was. Rude. But but what what it's I'm t-
1: radios Bradley Train. He's like, do you know who <laughs> do I you am? You know who I am?
0: As I was yelling it on my dinghy going between <laughs> super yachts. No, so what I'm talking about is literally one week ago on the 12th of April, uh, my luxury yacht, which I don't own, but purchased a ticket to ride on mm-hmm. one Viking Octantis, uh, a ship that found itself. Amidst and among some of uh, the richest people in the world last Tuesday, April 12th, when we ported in what is called St. Barts. I was just thinking, like, I, I don't remember if the port was named anything particular, but in Gasavia, that's mm-hmm. like the main port area, we pulled in. We actually pulled in just, just outside of the main port. So we tendered, like we literally dropped anchor in mm-hmm. the middle of the sea. Woke up and every morning we're on a cruise. We go to a new port every morning. I pull open the curtains. On this one, they had it was a lovely, nice motorized curtain. So mm-hmm. I hit the thing to see where we are and what. Did the little blind like. spot? Uh, right. Supply those. They could have because they were very fancy blinds. Thanks for the plug. Um, no. So the the blind opens.
1: Mm-hmm. And normally,
0: I see before me a tropical paradise mm-hmm. of some kind, right, or like an island, an uh, just an idyllic spot in the midst of the Caribbean. Well, on this particular occasion, on this particular Tuesday morning, I saw all of those things, but dead center in front of me, just off of cabin number three zero five zero, that was our cabin, out in front of me in the water, was something I would never seen up close and personal before.
1: Andy Dick floating <laughs> Andy naked Dick on his and back. Wappy
0: flanker. <laughs> no. No, not to reference a previous story in today's show. Listen to the podcast. But instead, the rising sun. No. How
1: lovely. You got a sunrise? Not
0: not the sun itself. That's the name of the mega yacht owned by a very, very rich individual. So, yes, Mm. as I woke up, as I was drinking my first cup of coffee in the day, I was staring dead center at a $590 million super yacht called... The rising sun owned, do you know by whom?
1: I'm going to say David Geffen. Yes, okay. that was David
0: Geffen. David Geffen's $590 million super rot, a
1: Whoa. super
0: yacht. <laughs> hey,
1: super rot <laughs> is the something that my gut was feeling thing. after
0: nine days of eating at the buffet. <laughs> but no, turns out David Geffen's super yacht was literally, I mean, like I had binoculars because you, you get a pair of binoculars. hmm on a viking cruise Uh ship and i'm like very nosy so i just want you to know i'm always glad
1: he's like the gladys kravitz on the high seas abner who's (laughs) on this boat
0: and i felt bad at first thinking like i can see everything Uh like i can see into their cabins i can see into i mean i didn't see anything i wasn't supposed to see because why would you have your windows open if i wasn't supposed to see it but my point is i looked through i peered through my little goggles Mm -hmm. And sure enough, I don't know who I was looking at. But you you know what I did. The first thing that happens when I... Thea Super Yacht, mm-hmm. I do something that we've talked about on this show. And in fact, we've done it on this show more than once.
1: Yeah, you open up your, it's not yours, but you know about it. Other people can also access it. Your little uh, GPS that shows you where all the yachts in the world are.
0: Marinetraffic.com. That's, it's what, I, that that's easy. what I thought. Everybody can play the home game. <laughs> Anytime you want to know where a, a Super Mega Yacht is, just type in the name on Marinetraffic.com. Mm-hmm. I think there are other websites that do it as well. And it'll tell you what. Yacht. Well, first of all, it'll tell you like what's around you. Yeah, and I literally just looked at the map, looked at where I was, and saw that there was a dot in front of me. That dot, I clicked on it. Sure enough, it's the Rising Sun. Who owns the Rising Sun? Although I mm-hmm. did know uh, that that was David Geffen. Oh, Turns that's out, so wild. So I'm like, holy crap! Now everybody on the boat, because we ended up doing a shore excursion. We get on our tender boat and we go tootling past these very, very wealthy. And there's a few other ones that I I will tell you who. Uh, were around us as well. But everybody's like, who's yacht is this? That's, somebody said that's like a billionaire. Somebody said that. And I was like, you guys, this is like, you can play the home game. It's called marine traffic.com. They're like, who? What are you talking about? I told them all about the website. Oh my gosh, I told you're like them, an evangelist. No, literally, I, I was it. like, I'm like, I'm about to nerd out and I'm going to look really weird right now to all <laughs> you're of like these.
1: the Jim Baker I'm like, of marine traffic. Jim Baker. I don't know. It was just the first one that came to mind. Why do I have to be the,
0: the guy selling
1: buckets? You can be Tammy Faye.
0: Whoever I am. So I, I explained to them, no, it's very simple. You can find out. And I'm like, You guys, it's David Geffen. They're like, Oh yeah. Sure enough, later on the excursion, this French woman, because it's Saint Bart's. Saint mm-hmm. Bart's is France, essentially. Mm-hmm. They're like, Oh, this boat over here is owned by this very famous person. He does all of these things. She says David Geffen. They all looked at me like, Oh
1: my God. He knows what he's talking you know about. What you're talking Okay, now do this one and this one.
0: And so we were literally moored uh, or anchored or whatever you call it in this little bay, Mm -hmm. swimming and snorkeling, Mm -hmm. and there was a boat right next to us. Do you want to know who it was? Obviously. I mean, obviously, because if I didn't tell you, this would be a really boring segment. Tommy Hilfiger. Oh. Tommy Hilfiger, what is he doing? Fashion's
1: very own Tommy Hilfiger. (laughs) And
0: would you know it? Color-coordinated pillows. So you know the Tommy Hilfiger colors, it's like a blue, a red, and a white or yeah, a creamy very, color? It's very
1: American. Right? Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I guess, yeah, red, white, and blue, mm-hmm. perhaps is the way they would yeah. say it. Um, and, the, and, and the people on the boat, all wearing red, white, and blue polo shirts.
1: No, stop. That's yeah. too much. Now, did I
0: see Tommy Hilfiger? No. But you can believe that I was snorkeling as close to Tommy yeah, Hilfiger's boat. Do you want to know what his boat is called? It's a yacht, not a boat.
1: Um, I, uh, Yes. Flag. Of course. I don't understand. It's just called flag. Oh,
0: oh, oh, because red, white, and blue.
1: Watching that all land was a whole entire experience. I I was right
0: there and it didn't even occur to me. Anyway, so we joked about um, like I was going to have to use the restroom. Mm -hmm. Like I would swim over and be like, hey, hey. can I use your toilet? And then try to get a peep at, you know, Mr. Hilfiger. Yeah.
1: Last one,
0: uh, there was one other one. And I want to show you this yacht again if you're wondering, why are you talking about mega yachts? Because I found myself. I mean, frankly, look, I go on vacation to get away from work on occasion, Mm -hmm. right? Like we all do. That's what it's. But somehow celebrities, we can't escape them. Mm -mm. So no matter the farthest flung corners of the earth. I try to get away you to try. is, trying to avoid and, celebrities and I at just every imagine turn. you
1: doing the doggy paddle in the middle of that beautiful water being like, I just want a I vacation. Just, can't you just <laughs> leave you me alone? Quit chasing Filthy me.
0: rich people.
1: Ugh.
0: There was, okay. I want to show you very quickly um, the name of this other yacht and, uh, or the picture of this other yacht. Maybe it's not going to work now. It doesn't matter. Oh, wait, here we go. Okay. It's called Bold and I'm going to put it in this segment, and you're going to look at it. And this is the most ridiculous-looking yacht you've ever seen. Mm -hmm. And the yacht is owned by somebody that you don't know. His name is Guido Krass.
1: How do you know I don't know Guido?
0: Do you know Guido? I don't know Guido. He is a very rich individual, (laughs) and I think he's from Switzerland or Germany or somewhere in Europe. Anyway, his yacht was the most amazing thing, and we uh, marveled at this thing, mostly because... Are you looking at it? The big earth helipad on the back? Yeah. So there was actually a helicopter. And as we were motoring by on our cute little tourist catamaran with our snorkel gear going,
1: yeah. Hey, look at that big gun over there. <laughs> were they the, cackling in the The helicopter,
0: helicopter. <laughs> started firing up like... And literally, James Bond style, Mm -hmm. the helicopter lifts off the thing and goes flying to the main island, Mm -hmm. no doubt to drop somebody off to go shopping at one of the umptifu, uh, you know, um, uh, what do you call it?
1: Shops, fancy, stores, fancy, fancy. Fan- like I, I'm so,
0: I'm so not fancy. It's probably called
1: an esplanade. Mm.
0: Yeah, no, literally, it was like the Gucci, the Prada, the yeah. thing. Like yeah. you get off the boat, and it's just gold and diamonds staring at you. Mm. Anyway, yeah, no, literally, a helicopter off the back of this yacht, the most ridiculous thing. And it was there were dozens, uh, too many to count. Those were just a few. I want you to know that the celebrities are doing just fine, and gas prices are not affecting them.
1: Oh, well, that's, that's really comforting. Remarkable. Yeah. Guido, What is Guido? Guido uh, uh, runs something called the Pari Group. They make stuff yeah. like medical things. Well, apparently like money. But you have seats. never doing that. No,
0: literally hand over fist the amount of money. Wow. We got off in the main uh, port area. It was the bougiest thing you've ever yeah, seen his, in your entire life. He
1: also has a private jet and his yacht indeed is called Bold.
0: Bold, yes, mm-hmm. it's called Bold. I love the names, mm-hmm. you know. Anyway, so if you've ever find yourself in a bougie uh, tropical port and you want to know who owns the fancy yacht sitting next to you, marinetraffic.com Marine you don't have to, you know, don't let those rich people get out from under you
1: I feel like they should them claim them they should probably give you a throw a little money your way because yeah. you endorse the heck out of them and just give me a
0: you know like a let's do a regular segment on whose celebrity out is this they really are fabulous and they don't hide anything like again they're just all they're all just sitting out there in the open I mean you could literally with your binoculars like they opened the back end of the Rising Sun David Geffen's yacht. I I was hoping that there would be like a J Lo,
1: Oprah, uh,
0: Oprah experience yeah. happening on the back of that yacht. They <laughs> opened the back door, and um, like the most amazing equipment comes out for people to have fun on. One of these boats was trailing like five different um, like a water slide thing and a bunch of jet skis mm. and like,
1: you can't get yeah. bored.
0: I mean, rich people they got a lot.
1: They're doing things yeah. too. What a Life of leisure. I know. Doesn't that sound lovely?
0: <sighs> I had to just sit on my, you know, sad little
1: mm-hmm. boat, mm-hmm.
0: all by myself.
1: Be served steak and yeah. I know,
0: it was a rough. <laughs> it was a rough week,
1: man. Everybody was enjoying themselves. Yes, and we were here, wet and cold. But I'm glad yeah. no, you had. Out. That beautiful weather.
0: I heard it was uh, maybe not super fabulous. Well,
1: let's just put it this way: you left at exactly the right time so to miss all of the worst of it, and hopefully, we're on the other side of it now. Yeah.
0: Okay, when we come back, <laughs> that's the attitude, Holly. On the
1: Colleen and Bradley show. We got to get the Gooper Scoopers together. There's some Gwyneth Paltrow news that will certainly make your eyes roll all the way out of your head after this on my talk 107.1. Oh, Gwyneth Paltrow, she is the gift that keeps on giving And whenever we talk about her on the Colleen and Bradley Show My Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer We call ourselves the Gooper Scoopers Here come the Gooper Scoopers They are gonna find you stuff that's dumb
0: on Goop Goopa,
1: scopa, goopa, scopa
0: That's just what they do goopa,
1: scoopa, goopa, scoopa. Cause there's
0: always stupid stuff on goo. Mm. You know, um, I don't know if you talked about her while I was gone at all.
1: Not really. We talked about her cousin a little bit, but she not is her a
0: cousin. Yes, it sounds like, a, like I don't know, her cousin. What's her cousin's name?
1: Well, her cousin's name is Rebecca Newman, and she was one of the owners of WeWork. And there's oh, that. Oh,
0: I didn't know they were cousins. Yes.
1: Okay. Ooh, yes. And so she's uh, part of what's profiled in that fictional retelling yeah. on Apple TV Plus. I think it is. Uh, we crashed.
0: Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. Didn't know. But anyway, back to Gwyneth herself. She uh, is talking. And when she talks, we know it might sound a little absurd. Get your eyes ready. So when I saw this headline over at the uh, People magazine, I thought, well, it's good to know that nothing has changed since I've been gone. Mm. Gwyneth Paltrow says her current drink status is blop, 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 dot, dot, dot.
1: Blah blah blah. Is that a name of kombucha? Fizz. fizz. Plop, oh, plop. what a relief it is.
0: <laughs> yeah, but well, I'm trying to give you a pregnant pause there before mm. I reveal the dumb thing that she's about to say.
1: Okay, so she wants us to know she's
0: going to tell us about her drinking, which is just I'm really excited about it. Okay, right? because you you wanted to know. Well, because the right? thing,
1: one thing that matters most in life is other people's habits. drinking habits.
0: Yeah, and we know she likes to tell us about her habits. Now, what do we know about her? I don't know. Let's pick one out of thin air. Smoking habit.
1: She has one cigarette a week. One she keeps it in her box a
0: week, which is the most annoying thing. Mm-hmm.
1: She keeps it in a box on her mantle and has like a whole ceremony whenever she's going to smoke her one cigarette a yeah. week.
0: Like the paragon of health, the wellness mm-hmm. guruess, if that's a word it's not, uh, who, you know, puts positive energy balls in her mouth on a regular oh, basis.
1: and in other places.
0: <laughs> what? Anyway, the moral of the story is the <laughs> queen of health, th- she's not so queen of health that she is afraid of smoking, uh, you know, as we used to call them, cancer stick once a week, mm-hmm. right? So she's like, I'm healthy, but don't worry, I'm not too healthy. Well, you can imagine it's very similar when it comes to her drink status. Gwyneth Ugh. Paltrow says her current drink status is, what did I say? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah is one drink per week C- congratulations
1: so in her
0: Goop newsletter on monday oh
1: this was newsworthy rude
0: well you don't get to know the story Bye. i disagree
1: i disagree i would like to hear the story okay. when we return
0: you might or might not know
1: and then we'll get to some crazy stupid right. idiots after we finish telling you about what a CSI, Gwyneth Peltro is. After this, on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Here. Okay, before we get to those dumb people doing dumb things, we do have some. Clean up on aisle goo uh, when we left you on the Colleen and Bradley show, my talk 1071 Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Fine. Bradley was telling us all about Gwyneth 's very important drinking habits
0: yeah she she had to tell people in her newsletter this week that you know she likes to drink, but really she only has one drink a week, and she said, quote, "I have one drink a week, a whiskey or a little glass of red wine." boring. Okay. Okay, thanks. Apparently in October, she went on Chelsea Handler's podcast and talked about um, not drinking alcohol so much anymore, which made her feel great, and her doctor recommended that, so she was like, I won't drink a lot of alcohol, and she says, sometimes I'll have a sip, but not very often, um, because, yeah.
1: She wrote a whole newsletter about this? Yes,
0: and she talked about apparently, like, um, because, you know, she had the covid And there was a time when she was like eating and drinking whatever she wanted and she just didn't feel very good. And so she decided to like not do that. And so sometimes she's eating kind of paleo now and she really loves this grain free cauliflower pasta. And there's like a northern (laughs) berry harvest granola from Maple Nut Kitchen that she really likes. And she's also sharing her standout breakfasts right now, which for her is like very paleo ish with like a paleo crepe. With sausage and eggs, but she also has a really fun breakfast frittata.
1: Okay, the words fun fun breakfast breakfast frittata frittata. are not words that I asked for today. she makes
0: one on top of a hash brown crust.
1: Congratulations, Gwyneth. I'm really happy for your breakfast. Also, next time
0: she goes out to dinner, which she doesn't do that much anymore, she's looking forward to trying found oyster, mother wolf, and horses. These are the name of...
1: Oh, yeah. Horses is the hot restaurant in West Hollywood right now. Oh, the restaurants, not the foods.
0: Well, hopefully they're not serving horses.
1: I know. I was worried. I thought all of those things sounded...
0: She says that she's focusing on the (laughs) fundamentals of wellness. Why does she? Like meditation, hydration, nutrient-dense food, and not tons of alcohol.
1: So she's drinking water and eating her vegetables. Congratulations. I'm proud of you, In other news nobody asked yeah. this is the thing our, our friend donnie Why? here at the radio station used to always say the thing about gwyneth paltrow is she is always answering a question that you didn't ask yeah and that true. is a whole newsletter in answer to a question that none of us asked yeah
0: you know i'm just i'm really feeling the um food right now <laughs> and, um it's you know food Foodie. I love food. She is somebody food who over here with some food. lingers
1: a little extra time in the restroom after she uses it so she can enjoy the smell. Yeah. yeah. I'm just saying. <laughs> the bouquet. And probably
0: takes a photo and sends it to Brad. Exactly. Not me. Not you.
1: Thank God. Her, Her other half husband. husband. My boyfriend. I, can I tell
0: you just really quickly? Yeah, you can I, tell me anything. I'm I, ready. I, I did have a dream last night about Gwyneth Paltrow. And in the dream, this just tells you that I might, I think my brain was trying to shift back into work, work mode. mode. Yeah. And so all of the celebrities were inhabiting my brain spaces because I had a dream wherein Gwyneth Paltrow showed up and I was like, oh, my God, Gwyneth Paltrow, we totally talk about you on a regular basis on our show. And then I was like, oh, crap. So I probably shouldn't have told her that because now she's going to listen. And she was like, oh, that's cool. What kinds of things do you want or do you guys talk about me? Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, here, let me show you what we're going to talk about you on tomorrow's show and i opened the grid Mm -hmm. and then i had that dream again tells you where my brain space is or might have been going and i opened the grid the grid by the way for the listener is like where we plan the show and i was trying to find the story that Mm -hmm. i had put for the gooper scooper segment and i couldn't find it and she was like oh that's interesting i was like no no hold on i'll find it and you know then i did that whole thing where i couldn't find it and it was like every time I'd yeah. look, it wasn't there. Right. And, you know, anyway.
1: Like you showed up at school so, and there was a test and you weren't prepared yeah, for it.
0: Exactly. So I don't know Gwyneth what that forgives says, you, but she's in my brain now. Thanks, Gwyneth. You're welcome. Let's do some crazy stupid. Oh, well,
1: let's do it. Well, then I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for crazy stupid idiots.
0: It sure does. Why? Well, because the world is full of crazy stupid idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly, over and over again, oftentimes in the state of
1: Florida. And sometimes other places. Oh,
0: okay, like
1: Austin, Texas. Well, what's going on in Austin? Well, let me tell you what, the children. At, I want to get the name of the elementary school correct. The children at Gullet Elementary School were tickled that the Easter Bunny showed up at school last week and was handing out Easter eggs. Oh, my goodness. It's like they won the lottery. Those children were so excited to receive those Easter eggs from an actual Easter Bunny in costume. Sorry. No, the actual Easter Bunny. On the property at the elementary school. They were so happy until they opened them and found out what was inside.
0: Oh, something tells me it wasn't Easter candy.
1: Definitely was not Easter candy. Oh, no.
0: It what?
1: was condoms.
0: Ew! Condoms and Easter eggs? What were their... What? What?
1: Yeah. So, here's the thing. is They're chalking it up to a big mistake. As it turns out, uh, the parent in the costume... Uh, actually, was the spouse, or was, I'm sorry, was a pharmacist who had been working at a safe sex clinic, well dressed in this bunny suit at a different location. They went to go pick up their second grade student from school, and they were like, well, you know what? I'll just keep the costume on and I'll hand out some candy.
0: Oh, only problem is, safe sex. Candy instead
1: this person allegedly was quote mobbed by the kids and called her husband to bring more candy filled eggs and her husband Brought the wrong eggs Womp womp. No, not the The condom filled eggs the candy filled eggs so now the uh, The school is deciding whether or not they need to take some sort of disciplinary action for the mistake It's a whole scene we, ha- we don't have resolution yet, but just know if you're I mean, a parent at the elementary school and your kid got condoms, it was just an accident.
0: I mean, it seems like an uh, honest mistake and like, you know, I mean, that's a conversation you can have with kids. Like, oh, these were water balloons and uh, you're not going to use them. And they're not for you. Yeah. These are I adult just, water balloons.
1: I feel like if you're the person who calls your spouse and you're like, can you bring me some more eggs Hand You're out. just very clear. You're gonna be very clear about which specific eggs. And then maybe I don't know if you know you have condom filled eggs, Double crack check. one open and check. Yeah. If there's a condom in it, don't hand it out. That Sorry, we, yeah. the bunny's out. Yeah. You'll get more later. Thank you very much.
0: And you just get the bunny. Yeah. You take pictures with the bunny. And
1: there you go. Yeah. And that's the end of the story. All right. Where are we going next?
0: Um we are going to Boston. If I remember correctly, yes. And specifically, or uh, somewhere in Massachusetts, Melrose. I don't know where that is in relation to Boston. It doesn't matter because all I care to tell you about is um, something that happened, sadly, in Mm. the locale. Uh, Apparently, um, a 53-year-old woman with her learner's permit. So I don't know if she'd never driven in her entire life and just decided, hey, it's time. But nonetheless, for whatever reason, this 53-year-old woman uh, had a learner's permit, and she needed to practice her driving so she could get her full meal Mm -hmm. deal license. And she had a relative accompany her, because you need to do that. And the woman and the relative, who, by the way, have not been identified, um, decided to take the car. Or Well, she wanted to practice, so she's got the friend in the car, the relative, whatever and they're driving around do 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 and practicing and something horrible happens and um well it's a good thing nobody died
1: oh did they hit somebody
0: well let's just say everybody was already dead
1: oh it was a hearse it ran over a pile of dead people kinda yeah i don't like this story <laughs> This one isn't but They were happy already for me. dead. Okay. They were already dead. So it's fine. Uh, were they practicing in a cemetery? Yeah. That is a great place to practice because you really can get except, like are stop signs and everything. Except
0: if you run over the dead people. And that's oh. exactly what happened. So this 53 year old woman and her relative mm. who've not been identified probably because they don't want, you know, to embarrassing. be yeah. <laughs> a little embarrassing um managed to somehow run over people that were already dead uh because what they did was um they went into the cemetery and she was like i'm gonna practice my driving hit the gas and plowed right into a bunch of headstones knocked them right over eight of them in fact knocked over eight headstones that is a lot i feel
1: like you stop after one i
0: think you hit one and you're done right that's like dukes of hazard style or something oh jumped over anyway nobody was injured.
1: Well, it was a little late for that. Yeah,
0: except for, I mean, even the people in the car. So it's a okay, good thing. Good. But several of the headstones that were struck by the vehicle sustained permanent damage.
1: Oof. Oh, man. That's Those are expensive. They really are.
0: I know. A preliminary investigation indicated uh, that the driver lost control of the vehicle. I'm sorry. <laughs> Causing it to strike the headstones. Yeah. Shocking, really. Um they do say that the crash is being further investigated.
1: Well, good.
0: I mean, I don't, what else do you need to know? The woman was practicing. She hit the gas when she thought she hit the brake and took out a bunch of dead people. Yeah,
1: might, Can you imagine? No. Mm. Might be hard to get an eyewitness statement. Yeah. <laughs> or
0: maybe not. I don't know. Uh, Unreliable.
1: I hope that everybody, I was going to say survives, but. They're all dead. No, they, they were already dead. They're dead.
0: Done. So, I mean, hey, if you're going to end up with dead people, maybe just start with dead people. That way, nobody's De- ec- dead.
1: dead. You can't get deader. When we come back. <laughs> on the but you'd be able television. to say, like,
0: I ran over. You no, know, I don't know. I just feel like there's a story there.
1: Oh, there's a story. I feel yeah, like yeah. you just told I ran that. over all these tombstones and all I got was this lousy T-shirt. <laughs> yes. yes and you're a no very high insurance bill thank you thank you when we return on the Colleen and Bradley show it's time for us to play a little game that game is called the throwback Run. after this on my Talk 1071.